Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How are you guys? How are you doing? Can you even believe that we're towards the end of May? The end of May. Let me say that one more time. The end of May 2022. I literally can't even wrap my head around it. I can't believe it. It's so weird that we are at the end of the month of May. Anyway, was that enough maze for you? Anywho, I'm excited to be back with you guys. It has been a minute. It has been a crazy month already prepping so many things. We have new courses launching next month. We did a collaboration with Grace Troutman this month. I found out my foot is fractured. So many, just in time for the good weather too, am I right? So many exciting and weird things have been going on this month. So it's been a little busy. I'm headed over to the West Coast for Memorial Day. So things have been busy in preparation for our new course launches. I am actually launching a new company in collaboration with one of my best friends, Seth Sanker, um, called Let's Be Lovers. If you guys haven't already checked it out, you should. We're super excited about that. So that launches June 1st. So things have been busy, you guys. It's been crazy. But today's episode is an interview. So I don't want to take up too much of your time blabbering. You know, there's like a hundred other episodes of that. Um, But today we have one of my all-time favorite photographers, Ever, Kaylee from Kansas on the podcast and Kaylee has been one of my favorite photographers for so long so I feel like I was legitimately kind of fangirly getting to talk to her finally her work is so unbelievably honest and stunning and just ugh, all of the things you know it I know it everybody knows it it's probably why you're here listening to this episode in the first place so I don't want to take up too much space too much time on this one I want to hand over the time to Kaylee so let's get into it <laughs> you so much for coming on. I am seriously just so excited to like learn more about your processes, you, all of the things. So for Love those it. of those listening that somehow don't know who you are, could you give us an introduction on yourself? Of course. Um, so I'm Kaylee Kosinski, better known as Kaylee from Kansas. Um, and I am in fact from Kansas city. So I am still born and raised, um, and still here. And I have been full-time in photography for just five years, but I've been doing it for like over a decade. So my first wedding for reference was in like 09. Okay. (laughs) So we love way back, um, for a friend in college. So that was fun. But, um, yeah, I've been full-time for five years. I primarily shoot weddings, couples, and families, but I also kind of dabble in editorial um, I honestly like to shoot a lot of different subject matter because I want to just have all the creativity and I get bored kind of easily. So that's kind of where um, where I'm at. And yeah, it's like a little gist, yeah. but <laughs> love that. How did you get started? Like what like were you doing photography when your friend from college asked you to or like what was what was the like yeah. dipping into this? I'll give you a little a short story. So I have loved photography since probably like elementary school, but I, it wasn't one of those stories where like I had been gifted a camera or like my grandpa gave me his camera, things like that. It was very much like, um, I started with like a disposable kind of like the, that fun thing. And then I ended up really loving it and went to college for it to actually have a BFA in photography. So bachelor of fine arts. Um, I didn't go to an art school, just went to a state school just for like the experience. And I just found that I really loved it. Um, I didn't start shooting actual like human beings until, you know, like halfway through college. 
So I didn't really know that I liked that um, or like what direction I wanted to go until I got to that point. And then um, from the, probably from like high school to like mid college, I was doing mostly films. So I was in the dark room till like 2 a.m. Um, developing, processing my own film. It was amazing. And then we started into digital like junior year of college. Um, so I just had like your typical like rebel, Canon rebel. Um, we love a Canon rebel. Love a Canon rebel. <laughs> love it. Um, and then I, yeah, after I graduated, I actually stayed in my college town for a year just to kind of like work and, you know, I should have studied abroad then or just gone abroad after college, but I, I just decided to stay for a year. Um, and then I essentially kind of worked and did photography for, I mean, years. So I did like retail management. That's kind of where the styling background kind of comes into play. Okay. Yes. Um, that makes sense. We're getting somewhere a little foreshadowing there, but, um, yeah. So I did a lot of merchandising. I was a women's manager. I worked for several, like, um, several companies and I finally took the leap, um, back in 2017 when I just left my job and then ended up getting married, um, in the same year. And it was just a, just oh very freeing pivotal yeah. year, 2017. It really oh my was. God. Yes. So I just, I don't know why I didn't do it before, but here we are because you know I don't want to go back but yeah that's kind of how I got started there was no like real crazy story but um I definitely was just attracted to like capturing those moments um especially moving schools when I was younger I really wanted to like document those friendships and connection so that kind of started all the way back then and then once I shot that first wedding um for a friend I fell in love with other people's love and then just kind of dabbled in, you know, weddings and engagements. And then, um, didn't actually shoot my first editorial until like 2018 or 19. I always get them confused. I think it was 2018. And since, yeah, ever since that, I was like, this is another kind of realm that I want to explore of photography. So love that. I, I think one of the things that I love most about your work is you have found like this beautiful marriage of very editorial, but like also very emotional and like captures the human connection so well. So I would love to know kind of what your development was like of your artistic voice. Like, is that something that had always just been very clear to you? Do you feel like that's something that like you've kind of developed over time? What is kind of like your artistry look like since you started photography? Yeah. Um, thank you by the way for that. Yes. I'm like, I will sing your praises (laughs) all day long. So I have to thank you for that. Um, so it definitely has developed over time. I think some of the bigger lessons I've learned is just doing a lot of like inward self-reflection and kind of figuring out who I am and where I came from and my story, um, based on not just childhood, but just like my story of, human connection of observation, creativity, curiosity, all of that. I think it's been nice to just kind of look more inward versus, you know, comparing myself to others or just taking inspiration from other people versus like books and artists and, you know, culture and travel and all of that. So I think a big part of it was that just kind of more of like self-reflection, figuring out what it is that I wanted to value in my own work. 
and kind of honing in on those core values. Um, so when I did come out with that, my platform this year, that was like the biggest part of the course was like my core values and like what those are and how they are implemented into my work. And that took, you know, a long time to figure out. And I mean, I've had so many types of people sit in front of my lens, like it's bananas. Like I've had every type of, I mean, not every type, but a lot of different people. Um, and just, I knew that I thought humanity was fascinating and several times, like I, I started out with, like I said, not even people just kind of doing more of like abstract still life objects. Um, so I did fall in love with a lot of like pottery and ceramics and like actual shape and texture. And then once I started photographing people, the biggest thing that jumped out to me for sure was like connection and, you know, the way that people just be the way that they live. Um, and so that kind of you know, opened up a whole thing. And then I, you know, started doing families and noticed that was like a whole different dynamic of connection that I'd never even witnessed before. And, you know, it was definitely like a learning curve. Like I used to photograph newborns in the hospital. Um, so that was a whole like two year part of my life that I don't really share just because I, I wasn't in love with it, but it was definitely a way that I, you know, learned that I don't always love doing newborns. I love motherhood and maternity mostly and like families, but, mm. um, so just throughout the years, I've kind of figured out what I'm drawn to. And, you know, after doing it for so long, like, I think a lot of people need to understand like the amount of time that I've like held a camera, the amount of time that I've like, you know, been to workshops, um, mentored other people, gotten mentored by people, read books, like watched films, all the things, all the while, you know, observing every second of every day, like of, you know, people watching is like always fun, but oh, yeah. I think just coming into contact with different personality types. Um, and I think the longer you're on the earth, you know, the more you're learning. And I think that that human experience and what I've experienced in my life has really been in a huge part of like the growth of me as just a human and an artist. Um, but I think ultimately, yeah, I think going, you know, looking inward is kind of my biggest advice that I can give, you know, newer photographers, um, or just if you're in some sort of rut, I think, you know, personal work has really been freeing for me as well. And I think that's really had a, an effect on my artistry too, just kind of like, having no expectations. Um, about two years ago, I kind of had that mantra in my head of like letting go and just having fun. And I was in a place in my career where I really could just let that go because I knew that people were hiring me for me and like, they actually wanted me. I just wasn't like a photographer that they checked off. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that really allowed me to be free to create anything I wanted. Um, and just you know, letting them know to have no expectations as well. And I wanted it to be a collaboration. So I think throughout all of my, like over a decade of, of photography experience, um, having those core values that alone has been just, I mean, every single subject matter, um, that I photograph all of those, almost all of those, if not a handful, cause there are about like six that are in my head. Um, they come into play. So like throughout my work, it's pretty consistent, which that's when I know I'm doing something right. You know, where I'm like, okay, I'm seeing like play with light. I'm seeing that connection and composition and perspective and all of that. So I think that's been really helpful. 
I love that. Do you, so I know you said you went to school and got your BFA. Did you get, is that like in photography? I'm a college dropout. Yeah. I know nothing about no, college. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, was that like photography specific? Cause I know you're mentioning, yes. I love that you're talking about like the connection and the emotion of things. Um, one of the things I talk about to photographers a lot is this balance of like technical and emotional skills. Cause I think photographers can right. tend to like really hyper-focus on one or the other. And that's one of the things I love about your work is that it's very technical, but also very emotional. So did you get those technical skills? Like, did you develop those in college or? So it was, yeah, the BFA is in photography. Um, but I definitely I mean, you know, we learned so many technical things there, but I mean, ultimately, like I didn't really need, I mean, I honestly learned so much more, um, hands-on outside of college. Um, I will say that for sure. Like, I don't even think I would have necessarily needed it, Mm -hmm. um, as a degree, but, um, I'm actually deaf. I love that you mentioned that because I'm definitely, I don't feel I'm a technical shooter or like a technical minded person. Um, I know that you know, the basics of like my images look this way or this way or this way. But I know that you, you know, mentioned the emotive, like emotional nature of them too, which is definitely more of what I'm, you know, striving for. But I Mm -hmm. think the technicality also was a part of like going to workshops and watching other people um, and kind of learning more hands-on. So I wish that mentorships were a thing when I was coming into photography, because they really weren't. I mean, I actually mentored a girl yesterday and was telling her, I'm like, I'm so happy that people are investing in this. Um, not only with me, but with others, because when I was coming into the, yeah, the industry, it was like, I, I went to workshops and they were actually really, really good back then. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, like field trip days, like way back. Um, Mm -hmm. and those were pretty fun, but I think, most of it came from post-college as far as technical. But I mean, I'm one of those people that when I'm shooting, I'm kind of just like, I get my settings where I need them, but I'm not like constantly looking. Like I don't even really use live view. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like going for it. Um, And if it's, because I think the more almost messy that they are, like that's truly how it felt in the moment, especially with like families and motherhood because it's so chaotic. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think technically I I could always be better, of course. Um, and you know, gear, I'm not a gearhead. I'm not interested in like filters or like, you know, studio lighting. Like when I shoot in studio, it's, it's literally all natural. It would be fun to kind of like get into that, you know, just Mm -hmm. to like have fun with more like editorials or like portraiture. Um, I'm not really there yet, but I think that, um, most of it was, yeah, pretty much just life experience outside of college, but like the basics, you know, of course, Mm -hmm. like the basics were there, but I wasn't even shooting, like, like I said, human beings half the time until like later on. So, I mean, humans versus like an object and an, and animate objects are very different. So it was, it was definitely a learning curve for sure. Um, and funny enough, I never even, I've second shot maybe two weddings in my entire career, um, which would have been nice in hindsight, like doing that more because, Mm -hmm. but I just kind of threw myself into it a little bit and I just kind of went for it. it. Um, yeah. So (laughs) 
Amazing. We Go love that. It, um, yeah. and yeah, I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, I love second shooting. It's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have the pressure. You just get to be artistic and like help them. And it's, yes. I think it's a great thing. I'm like, I told my friends since I'm not doing weddings anymore. I'm like, also can shoot for you anytime. Like that's, oh, yeah. it would be like, fun. Shoot again. Um, so I know you said you've been full-time now. I'm like, when was 2017? Five, Five years, years ago. Okay. Yep. I'm like, what is time? (laughs) Um, but doing it for like 10 years and both of those are like long periods of time. And I know with weddings in particular, it can be really easy to get into like a rhythm or a routine or even just being in like the same industry for so long. It's easy to almost hit walls with your creativity or to get into like too much of a routine. How have you kind of kept your creativity alive over the years and like kept pushing yourself as an artist, even in in industry as I don't want to say like regimented, but like weddings are very structural. Like it's very easy to just fall into like a, this is what we do. And then this, and then this, and then this. So how have you kind of kept that alive? Yeah. I love that question. So I not going to lie, like at the beginning of when I was, I was entering weddings, it was very much like, okay, like getting, getting used to what this looks like. Um, I obviously got a very good grasp on all the details, the guest counts and how like the timeline went and everything. And, you know, at the time I was just kind of like, I, I enjoyed them and I was just doing them, um, getting that experience and then slowly, but surely like, yeah, it was kind of monotonous. And I was finding out that I didn't always love, um, all of the elements of weddings, you know, because I was more concerned with those two people that were entering into that season. And so to keep it interesting for one, like I said earlier, personal work has been just a game changer. I think just because, you know, all of those core values I mentioned too, like, you know, light composition, perspective, storytelling, all of that, that is, you know, that can be translated into any, any image or any subject matter. So I think even when I am doing personal work and shooting just like a model or um, doing a motherhood session or doing an editorial, like those, I'm still learning. And those are applied to weddings as well. It's like something maybe that I did with a model and like a camper is like next Mm -hmm. week when I'm in like LA shooting a wedding, like I'm going to still like remember kind of, oh, this, you know, either it could be anything. It could be the texture of something jumping out at me or the way that fabric is moving or just movement in general, because movement is a huge part of my work too. Um, and I, it's hard to kind of experiment with movement when you're having a paying client or doing like a slow shutter, for example. Um, but I just kind of started with weddings, um, doing, you know, during couple portraits, I would ask them at the end to just have like 10 minutes to experiment. And they, pretty much always said yes. Um, and that's kind of when I was like lit on fire with like creativity. And I just allowed myself to kind of like, just see what I saw, do all the things. Um, and people started really loving just that tiny set of images. Um, and I feel like the more that I show people visually and just communicate that too, like within my own voice throughout my entire brand, it finally becomes like embedded into their brain. Like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. she can do this. Like she can fly here or like she does shoot this way and this way and this way. Um, Because people just, yeah, it's like they kind of have to be shown sometimes, you know, they 
maybe aren't aware that they can be more untraditional with weddings. And so Mm -hmm. I just kind of started experimenting with those more, I I don't really want to say traditional, but like the more, you know, timeline heavy, like bigger wedding, you know, days, I kind of started to kind of experiment. And then I just, again, like was doing a lot of self-reflection and figuring out the images from those days that I was drawn to, or those moments of a wedding day that I actually personally felt something when I looked at them, um, whether it was like a first glance from someone or the dad seeing the bride or like any, just anything floral remnants or the way that like direct light hits the glassware on like a table, like all of those fun things like shadows, you know, I finally just started figuring out each and every time that those things were continually inspiring me. And so then it's just in my head, kind of like, okay, I know that if, you know, it's really bright outside and we're doing detail shots, I know that I can get this. So I think just finding those things that continue to, you know, light me up. I just continued that throughout my work, but then I also gave people permission to, you know, let go and be barefoot and not care about like, just even in a, on a wedding day, like couple portraits, I'm like, we're going to trudge through this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I think the more they started to trust me, um, which again, a lot of it was through the visual imagery that they were seeing, um, the more that they wanted to hire me for that. And the more that they felt safe and, um, you know, they were willing to kind of do whatever I asked of them, which is always a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like, please. Um, so I think that, yeah, taking that little negative time at the end of couple portraits or anytime, even during like a regular, like engagement session or something, and just trying something out that you've never done. Or, um, another note would be to never pass on an opportunity, um, that you see when maybe you're driving to a second location or, Mm anything that they're doing that you're like, Oh my gosh, I feel weird asking them to do this. I'm just going to let it go. You're going to come, you're going to come back to that moment and think like, why didn't I do that? So I just started listening to myself more too, just intuitively. Like I know that this light is going to go away. And if we keep going, we're going to miss it. So I'm going to tell them to pull over like Mm -hmm. anything like that. I'm like, I just want to make sure that we're getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was helpful. But then aside from weddings too, with even families, I just started kind of embracing like the wild, beautiful, chaotic, like season that they were in and just like the everyday and I, it did take a lot with families, especially it did take a lot for me to get where I am now, as far as people, you know, specifically flying me out now for families and motherhood and like wanting that raw, like look into their lives. Um, it did take a little bit for them because most families that I know of in our industry are very much more like, let's do a more directed, like we want to dress up and do all the things, which I totally get that too. And there's a photographer for them as well. But I think it did take a lot of convincing almost with, with families, but as far as um, still getting out of a rut or letting creativity flow, it's, it's mostly through um, personal work and then creating the space for myself and for my client or subject to like get to that place of vulnerability or get to that place of creativity, you know? No, I was going to say, I think that's beautiful to think of it as a collaboration. How do you like, 
how did you start introducing that to your clients or like getting them comfortable with the fact that they could be like very vulnerable and honest with you? Cause I do think what you're saying is like such a testament, right. To like, we only want to advertise what we want to book. So like the weirder you get and the more you start posting that stuff, the more that's all, all anyone's yeah. going to hire you for. I always say that about like, that's how I ended up like specializing in studio portraits is at first mm-hmm. there were people all the time that thought it was like so dumb, but then it was like, I was like, <laughs> no, we're doing it anyway. And so that's what people ended up hiring me for. But I think a lot of people can feel really nervous about holding like a very emotional, vulnerable, open state with their clients. How did you get comfortable with that? Or is that like a thing that comes naturally to you? I guess I'm not phrasing this question very well, no, but yeah. like how, I how have you I held did. space yeah. for that? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, first of all, nurturing the environment that you're placing them in and like continuing to nurture it. So like as initially when I'm thinking through like, let's just say a couple, um, I personally love when a couple is, is either in an environment that they are, you know, it's nostalgic to them. They've made a memory there. They know it, they love it. Mm. Or it's somewhere like fresh and new that they've never explored. And they're like, just the curiosity is just, oh my gosh, yes, we're going to go and adventure. Um, so I started really making everything intentional. So like everything from when we're first booking, kind of talking to them about who they are and not just asking like your basic questions. Like I actually, you know, I asked them what like a physical and non-physical trait is about their partner that they love. Um, so if it is something like their hands, like I make sure to get that throughout the shoot and I don't make it obvious, obviously. I'm just like, you know, if there's a shot of his hands, for example, if it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so I love doing that. I love asking them for a playlist that they actually listen to together. I have my own as well, but I think like all of these different factors really help the environment become safe and comfortable for them. And then they, like, they're just naturally going to, relax and, and, you know, that vulnerability may or may not come out. I mean, I always hope Mm -hmm. it does. And I will say that, you know, there are some moments in my work, um, where nature, like mother nature plays a good role with the emotive quality. You know, it's like, it's huge wind gust. She's wearing a long dress and I tell her to close her eyes and just be in that moment. If, if that's an image that you're looking at, you're going to feel something from that usually, you know? So like, it's, I won't say like, I'm just like a magician that makes this all happen so easily. Like it is, there's so many things that just happen sporadically on a whim that I could have never, ever asked for, but I'm so thankful that it happened, whether it's something about the light or the way that her dress is moving or the way that they're looking at each other. Like I can never guess that going into it. Like I'm always like, I'm so observant, like in self, I'm self-aware myself. Um, but I'm very observant from when they get out of their car or wherever we're at, if it's in home, the minute I spot them, like I'm looking and studying them almost, but very intuitively, like, I'm like, okay, if they get out of the car and they're instantly touching or instantly laughing, it kind of sets me up mentally for how the shoot's going to go. So I'm just constantly observing them. And obviously I, I've talked to them prior to this meeting, you know, prior to the shoot, but it's just so much better being like in person with them and kind of figuring them out. And I definitely will say that my shoots last about two hours. So it is enough time for us to really 
get to that place. I don't do many sessions. I don't do any shoot that's really under an hour. I mean, two hours is pretty standard. And I know some people do like more adventure sessions where they do like a three to four hour day and they like Mm -hmm. hike around and all of that, which is beautiful. Um, For me, since I'm not an adventure photographer, I'm very much like, I want this to be an intimate environment. And so my job, I feel like is to place you somewhere where it makes sense for you as a couple. Like that's number one, because I don't want to make you uncomfortable from the start. And even if I have this vision or this like conceptual idea, I would obviously run it by whatever couple first to make sure it makes sense. Or I would just hire it out, like hire models Mm -hmm. and do it. You know what I mean? So I think placing anyone you're shooting in an environment that they're comfortable, I think nurturing that environment based on the way that you're speaking to them is a huge, huge thing. Like the, they're going to mimic your energy, especially families, but even just everyday people, like everyone they're going to, if you're confident and comfortable and you're giving that vibe off, they're going to reciprocate. Um, if you're hesitant or you're nervous, like they're going to feel that. And then in turn, they're going to, it's just going to happen. So I think that, um, and I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I'm very much, um, a feeler. I love physical touch. I'm pretty transparent and open. Um, so like that is helpful. Like I think owning your personality, um, is, is key as well. So I think that it does come naturally where I'm like, I'm naturally like moving things and not asking them to do much work. I'm constantly like, you know, is, are you guys okay doing this? Um, I want to make sure that they feel comfortable. I'm not just going to make them do something. And I think that like fluid transitions are, have been really nice and key for me as well. So just kind of letting them sit in something for long enough to where they can like breathe and just take it in rather than having them, you know, hop up, then run, then sit, then do this, then do this. I think for me, it's not so much, um, quantity of imagery either. I'm very much like, I want to just get you know, as many photographs and moments of the two of you as I can, but I never want it to be like, I don't have a checklist in my head. I hardly Mm -hmm. even go into shoots with a plan. Mm -hmm. I, that is like, no joke. Like I will meet a couple in home half the time. Like, yes, I do ask for like at least a photo of their house, you know, just to get like Mm -hmm. a little bit of an idea. But I mean, I could come into your house now and we could, I could just go for it. But that's also because all those values that I have embedded, I feel like at this point are in my, like they're already here. And I also know, cause I've shot in like hundreds and hundreds of homes. So like, I know that I like to be near a window. I know that I like a sunroom. I know that I like some sort of outdoor park portion. So all of those things, like the more you do it, the more, you know, you know, yeah. but I, I think just like, cause with mentoring, we always do a live shoot. I'm not ever nervous about it. Like there's not one time where I'm like walking in like, oh my gosh, you know, what are we Mm going to do? I want them to feel exactly what I would do if they weren't even there. Um, So I'm rambling now. I I love that. (laughs) I'm like, I just love also hearing about people's artistic processes and like the way that they approach things. Cause I just think everyone does it so differently. And so it's also just like, like you said, I think once you've been doing it for so long, it just comes so intuitively that 
it's so interesting to kind of like take a step back and pick apart what the actual logistics are of the way that you process things since it's become such a habit after so much time. Like, yeah. um, cause I, I love artificial light. It's actually like my favorite, one of my favorite kinds of light. Um, and so when I'm like explaining it to people, I forget, I forget how much I know intuitively now and how much of it comes intuitively. So I always love hearing everyone's process. And we're like, opposite in that too, where I'm like, I would love to know more about artificial, like, oh my gosh, you know? I'll help you anytime. It's my favorite. Yeah. I think you would love it. I mean, it's, it's so fun. I'm like, I it's would. fun to just create your own light. Cause you just like completely control it, which is fun. Um, sure. but okay. So I think one of my favorite things about being a photographer who photographs people as you do is that there's kind of like three ways three types of people that get to experience it. And I think like you get to experience something through your art and your clients get to experience something through your art. And so do like the average viewer, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say, like when you're sharing it online, what is it that you hope people experience through your art? Like, what is it that you hope people come or that you hope is communicated through your art or that you feel like you're expressing through your art? Oh gosh, I love that. I I know it's been like thrown around so much lately about like feeling and how you want them to feel something. And that something is, you know, it could be so many things, obviously. We're all gonna take it in as we will. Um, and I I love showing imagery that's not, I don't know, that just especially with families, it's it's those moments where like, they're so unexpected and I'm just so happy I was there to get it rather than it be like a perfectly backlit sun, you know, sunset image. I think that I honestly first just want them to feel anything because I don't want them to just scroll past it and be like, okay, cool. But I want them to see me in it as an artist. I want them to notice that like that's Kaylee's image without even seeing my name. And that could be based on so many things. But um, I think that the emotive quality that we've, we've chatted through and, and the connection and light are kind of key things, but perspective, honestly, at this moment is kind of my biggest like it's inspiring me the most, just the way that I'm moving myself to create a new perspective of these people, whether it's a, you know, a family or it's one person. Um, I think the biggest thing is just feeling anything at all and, and maybe becoming inspired by it in some way and just being surprised. I think the biggest Mm -hmm. thing is like, I want them to be like, I've never really seen that composition with maybe that subject or, you know, I want them to be surprised and I want them to like feel something, whether it is surprise or it's more like I can feel who those people are and I, they're strangers to me, you know, they're complete. Cause I've gotten those comments and those are the ones that hit me the most where they're like, you know, this couple, I, I, I feel like I know them or I feel like I'm them. And for future clients that look at my work or people just that haven't hired me quite yet that follow me, I do want them to see themselves in my work in some capacity, because that's, that's a goal of mine is to then, you know, be able to photograph them and then to already be comfortable and trust me from the get-go because they've seen something maybe that struck them. And I also love when I am able to photograph like an activity or some sort of like moment that is so mundane and just like every day that you wouldn't even think 
should be photographed or could be photographed that way. Like you're Mm -hmm. like, she's just doing this, like, but you made it look amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I just want people to, to have like no real, again, expectations or like no limits and no boundaries and just kind of like, at least creativity wise, um, so that they can really start experimenting, you know, because there's so many of us out there at this point. And I think, you know, I, I, I definitely want it to be inspiring, but I want them to take whatever they're seeing out of that. Like, I want them to look at my photo and be like, what is it about this photo that I'm attracted to or that I'm inspired by? Um, not just the actual like couple in it, but I want them to pull things out of it and then try to, you know, implement that into their own shoot, not recreate, just like take it and maybe do something fun. Even just with like the fabric choices that I do or the draping, I get a lot of compliments on that, which I love. And draping is harder than it looks for sure. Um, it's literally like an art on its own. And, you know, sometimes I have help with that, but I think even just like the folds of like fabric and certain textures that you can get from it, that alone is inspiring to me, like the way it moves. Um, so it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be something like physical about a couple or a certain emotion. But I think I know we've, we've all been striving to have that feeling when people look at your work, but I think that's, that's definitely there for me, but I think just like more of like a surprise than maybe like a, how did she do that kind of thing? Mm. Cause I do get that too, like thrown into DMs sometimes where they're like, okay, like I need to know how you did this because I feel like I've done it or tried it and it hasn't worked or especially like, uh, now I get a lot of questions about harsh light and direct Mm. like shooting and making it softer. Mm. Um, and there's so many aspects that can go into that, you know, not just in post, but like just the environment, the tones, the, you know, the outfits, everything kind of plays a part in, but I know what I like about those things. Like I know the certain textures of clothing that I like, and that does have, you know, it has come from my past um, in retail and like fashion, but it's also like what I photographed already before that I know Mm -hmm. that I love. And so I try to like set people up for success by telling them like, Hey, like, I think these work really well. Um, or let's try this or this or this. And then it, you know, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's where the self-reflection is so important to like, know exactly what's going to help both you and the client, like Mm -hmm. produce what everyone wants. Right. Exactly. I love that. Okay. Oh, I've loved all of this. So (laughs) tell us like, what is next? What's coming up next for Kaylee? Like, what are you looking forward to? I'm like, I keep thinking it's the beginning of the year. It's not, it's halfway, but (laughs) for the rest of the year, the second half, like what, what's upcoming for you? What are you like looking forward to? I am looking forward to, um, I'm going to try and make another course for have heart. So I'm working on a family and motherhood course, which is exciting because I definitely want to teach on that more. Um, I am also excited to just do again, more personal work, get more into, um, artificial light, for example. And, um, I am excited to travel international again, just because I feel like it's been so long. So I think even doing some personal trips would be really fun. Um, and freeing. And then I honestly am just excited to enjoy myself and my time. And, um, I've taken way less on this year than the last three to four, because they've just been 
as with everyone, just insane, especially last year. Um, it's just funny when you're making like your best work, but you're like, you're the most miserable you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely me last year. So I'm excited to just take on, um, be even more intentional about what I'm taking on, what, how much I'm taking on and just working with people that, you know, they do appreciate me and my artistry and they want, you know, to just, again, collaborate and make beautiful work. Um, and to just like see different places, you know, I love traveling, but I mean, for the most part there, yeah, ups and downs there. Um, but I think just doing less work and, um, as far as like the bulk of it and just kind of being more and more intentional and just figuring out what's next as far as, yeah, anything else. I feel like that's pretty much it with like education wise, but I think I'm excited to kind of just keep on figuring myself out. Love that. (laughs) We love that. Um, Okay. So we end every interview by asking each guest like the same question. It's like one of my favorite things we do. Um, And that is what the best piece of advice is that you've been given. And you can think on it for a second if you need, but usually someone like something comes to mind. Yes. Okay. So I definitely say like, for me, I, I was a huge fan. I mean, I am a huge fan of Sean Flanagan. Um, so when I saw him teach back in the day at field trip, I just remember him being such like a rule breaker and just saying like, no risk, no reward, you know? Um, Mm. and so it did kind of teach me to take more risks with, um, you know, just with my work and with kind of communicating what my voice was with people and just sticking to that. And I think that I want to push personal work so much because I feel like it's like, you got to make time for it because you really have to, you know, explore yourself more and like, it will go into your work um, and into your client work. So I think just taking risks, having no expectations um, has been really embedded in me at this point. But, um, and I would just say like, you know, try not to compare yourself too much, you know? Um, I know it's really hard but yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> advice. Um, okay. Thank you so much Kaylee, for coming on and for all of this, like amazing advice and storytelling and all of the things we'll link all of your things in the show notes, but can you tell us where to find you on the internet? Yes. So my Instagram handle is Kaylee from Kansas, um, as is my website. And then my education platform is, is have heart. Okay. And we will link that for all of you in the show notes. Thank you so much again for coming on and we'll see you guys next time. time.